This episode is also sponsored by Audible. Now, Audible is an Amazon company with the largest selection of audiobooks in the entire world. So go to audibletrial.com slash PCP to get a free title and 30 days free. Uh, yeah, I recommend you go check out Avengers Infinity War Destiny Arrives by Liza Palmer. Essentially what it is is a novelized version of the Infinity War movie. Um, adds a little more depth to it, a little bit more narrative, goes into a little more detail about certain scenes and uh, certain character emotions and stuff like that. I really enjoyed it, and I think you guys will too. Um, so yeah, maybe go check that out, or go check out one of the other millions of titles that they have. Uh, so yeah, go to audibletrial.com slash PCP for a 30-day free trial and a free title. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Welcome back to the show. Sorry if you hear any background noise. It's raining outside and my fan is on. Um, so yeah, it might be a little bit noisy-ish in the background. But other than that, you know, we're about to have a good time. Uh, I got lots to talk about. Um, first, I want to talk about the movie 42 with Chadwick Boseman. Uh, I went and watched this movie uh, over over the last week. And... Um, yeah, it's the Jackie Robinson biopic, and I thought it was really good. Um, honestly, baseball kind of bores me a little bit, but I was really into it when Chadwick Boseman was, you know, playing as Jackie Robinson and out on the field and shit like that. I thought he did a really good job, and obviously, he is a great actor, and um, I wanted to go back and watch that because... That was one of the movies I didn't watch of his, and now since he passed, I was thinking, hey, I should probably watch that. Um, so yeah, it was it was definitely a good movie. Um, and he's played a lot of iconic characters, too. So, yeah, it was definitely, definitely a strong movie. Had a lot of good messages and stuff like that. And, uh, pretty well acted, too, on... Most of the actors' parts. Um, but yeah, pretty good movie. Uh, what was the other movie I wanted to talk about? Did my notes go for this? Oh yeah, I wanted to talk about Class Action Park, which is an HBO Max original. Uh, it's a documentary about Action Park, which was this insane water park. Uh, it's no longer open, but I believe... Oh, where was it? <clears throat> Let me see. Oh, yeah, it was in Jersey. It was in this really weird part of New Jersey where it actually had, like, mountains and stuff like that. Or something like that. Or, like, a big hill. I don't even know. 
basically it was like this ski lodge or whatever, the ski resort. And during the summer, he turned it into a, this crazy water park called Action Park. Uh, a bunch of teenagers were working there. Pretty much kids were working there. Uh, not many adults to be found. And there were a lot of injuries and even deaths at this park. Um, and that shit was crazy. Now, I actually knew about Action Park beforehand, even though I wasn't alive when it was around. Uh, there was... There's this channel called Defunct Land, I believe. I don't know if that's the name of his channel, but that's the name of the series. Uh, and I've been watching his videos for a while. But yeah, he did a video covering Action Park. And um, yeah, so I already knew a little bit going into it. Um, and yeah, it's kind of like Tiger King in the sense where it's just like, you can't believe what you're hearing and, like, the shit they got away with. Um, there's a lot of, like, just, you know, dirty things going on in the background. Not just sex and drugs and shit like that at the park with, like, the teenagers and kids. But also with the uh, owner of the um, the fucking park itself... Gene Mulvihill, um, yeah, he bought two ski resorts, turned it into the, you know, what people came to know as Action Park, uh, Jimmy Kimmel actually talked about it at one point with Johnny Knoxville, um, it was either Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy, uh, Fallon, I believe it was Jimmy Kimmel though, yeah, I think it was, cause Jimmy Kimmel was like, some of my family actually, like, got injured there. Most people got injured there. It was like, I don't know. It was a cool thing to have an injury from there. But, like, at the same time, it's just so fucked up. And makes me never want to go to a water park again. But some of the shit that you hear about in this. And I would definitely uh, recommend you go check it out. Don't just take what I'm saying and, you know, be like, oh, well, I knew a little. Or I just learned a little something. I actually recommend you go watch the documentary. Um, and if you don't have HBO Max and you don't feel like getting it, then go check out, if you search Defunct Land, um, Action Park, you should be able to find that video. Uh, really good video. He has a great channel. And, yeah, it's it's insane. I honestly... I'm glad it's not around anymore. It also makes sense why it's not around anymore. Um, but yeah, just so many crazy stories of deaths and crimes and just all sorts of injuries. and uh, it, it just makes you wonder how it actually was able to run for as long as it did. It, it's really insane. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with this documentary i'm definitely a documentary guy especially if you know i get to learn a little bit of history that isn't you know widely known history um but yeah i i think it's fucking cool um also uh johnny knoxville i'm pretty sure action park was the reason he made that one movie i don't even remember what it's called now I don't think it was called Action Park, but he made some movie where he had, like, some sort of, you know, 
theme park where it was super dangerous and people got hurt and shit like that. But it was just kind of like jackass, you know. Um, but, yeah, um, he said that this, the action park actually inspired him to make that movie. Which, I've heard it's not very great, but still, it's kind of cool. So, yeah, that's Class Action Park. You can go check it out on HBO Max if you want. It's a pretty cool, pretty cool documentary and just crazy shit, man. Um, so, yeah, go check it out. Now let's get into talking about Karate Kid. Um, so the first Karate Kid came out in 1984. Uh, it has Ralph Macchio. Hopefully I'm saying that right. It's Daniel LaRusso. Um, and I believe it's Pat Molina as uh, Mr. Miyagi, who is iconic. Morita. Morita. Uh, Elizabeth Shue as Allie. Uh, Martin Cove as Kreese, and William Zabka as Johnny. So, yeah, this movie is fantastic. Um, prior to watching it over again, rewatching it for the podcast to review it, uh, I had only seen it, like, a couple times. I only remembered bits and pieces. Really only remembered the Halloween dance. Um, so... Yeah, it was pretty fresh for the most part, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Honestly, yeah, it is in my top ten favorite movies now, but so iconic, and uh, so many great quotes from that, you know, like, sweep the leg, wax on, wax off, Um, yeah, great movie. If you haven't seen it, I highly suggest you check it out, Um, and as for the other two... They're not as they're not bad, but they're not as good as the original. There's Karate Kid Part Two, where I believe Daniel goes to Okinawa with uh, Mr. Miyagi, and um, it's okay. There's definitely really good parts in it. There was a specific scene where there was this huge storm, and Daniel went out and saved this little girl and was this hero and all that and. The final fight scene, too, was very cool. But other than that, it was a little forgettable. Um, And definitely not as good as the original. Then you have Karate Kid Part 3, which is campy as hell, but also kind of fun. Um, It's kind of like a guilty pleasure kind of movie. Um, A little over the top with the villain. uh, And they bring bring back Kreese for this one. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely forgettable. Um, but hey, you might like it. Uh, anywho, I wanted to watch all three of them so I could watch Cobra Kai. I also want to talk about the 2010, uh, Karate Kid with Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan. I think that movie was good for the most part and it was made pretty well. But, I don't know, something about it just falls short a little bit for me. I don't know what it is, but just something about it, I don't I don't really care for it. I will say that it's better than Karate Kid Part 2 and 3. Um, parts 2 and 3. Then there's also the next Karate Kid, which I did not watch, but that has Hilary Swank in it. And I heard that's just not, not good at all. <laughs> um, so, I decided not to waste my time watching it. 
Um, you know, I think really you only need to watch the original Karate Kid to be able to watch Cobra Kai. Um, other than that, like there are a few references to the second and third movies in the show, but it's enough where you can just kind of like fill in the blanks and there's also flashbacks and stuff like that. So it helps out with, you know, kind of telling you some of the stories that happened in the other movies, uh, especially the first one, obviously, because it's Johnny and Danny, uh, or Daniel, however you want to say it. Uh, but yeah, now I want to talk about Cobra Kai, and I'm probably going to talk about this for the remainder of the podcast, because holy shit, this show is good. I binged both seasons in like a few days, um, 10 episodes each, uh, and it started off on YouTube Red, which I believe is now YouTube Prime or some shit like that, or Premium, or I don't even fucking know. I never bothered with it, um, obviously because I just now watched Cobra Kai, like probably a lot of people did, uh, now that it's on Netflix, but can't wait for season three to come out. I know it's probably going to take a while, but damn. And I guess this isn't too much of a spoiler, but season two ended on like a cliffhanger, and now I'm just going to have to wait super long, probably, and I'm just like, oh, I need a conclusion now. (laughs) But other than that, This show has a few problems, just, like, kind of being overly dramatic in some areas. Um, I feel like a lot of the problems that some of the characters have with each other could easily be talked out, um, yet they always choose to fight, it feels like. I don't know. And maybe that's just the show trying to create drama. I get that, but, like... I don't know. Some of the characters in this show become unlikable after a while. Some of them. But there's also redeeming qualities to those unlikable characters. Um, which is kind of kind of what the show is going for in both Johnny and Daniel's case. It's like, you know, Johnny was seen as the villain in the first movie. But like Mr. Miyagi said, there's no bad students, just bad teachers. And I don't know. I thought that was a really good quote. And it really does apply to this. Um, Johnny is a great guy. Like, seriously, in this show, there's so many great moments with him and, uh, like, the kind of main character, Miguel, um, who I really like. Um, I believe his name is Sholo. Shoot. Fuck, I need to look. Uh, where are my Cobra Kai notes? There it is. Okay. That song stuck in my head. Okay, maybe I didn't write the cast down. So I'm going to go on IMDb and just look it up then. Because, yeah, Cobra Kai... Uh, Sholo Maraduena, sorry if I'm butchering that, but he plays Miguel Diaz, who Johnny is, um, takes under his wing, he's like the first student of Cobra Kai, basically, um, and then you also have Tanner Buchanan, who plays Robbie Keane, 
who is uh, Johnny Lawrence's kind of a strange son. Um, but yeah, I really like his character. Um, specifically, a little more in season two, just because they, you know, they do something different with him. At first, you know, if you watch the show, you'll know what I mean. But at first, he's not that great of uh, a guy and makes bad decisions and stuff like that. But over time, he he becomes awesome. And I almost like him more than Miguel, but at the same time, I love Miguel. <laughs> um, then you have Mary Mauser as Samantha LaRusso, who I really liked in this show. Um, I thought she was a great addition. Uh, and that's obviously uh, Daniel's daughter. He also has a son, but he really doesn't do a whole lot in the show and doesn't show up that many times. Um, but yeah, also you get John Kreese again in season two, which I guess it's kind of a spoiler, but at the same time, it's not because like, yeah, you should know that you've seen trailers and shit like that, most likely. Um, but yeah, overall, I really like this show. Like I, I kept saying that to myself so many times watching this. It's like, I really like this show. Um, it gives everybody their moment to shine pretty much. Like not everybody in the cast, but like most of the characters really have give like the, the filmmakers give them their moment to like shine basically. And there's so many great characters in this show. Like I said, Robbie, Robbie and, um, Miguel and Sam and all that. Um, but yeah, there's also good side characters like Aisha. I really liked in this, uh, played by Nicole Brown. Um, and then there's Hawk, um, also known as Eli, played by Jacob Bertrand. Sorry if I said that wrong. Um, I, I liked him too. Uh, he was one of those characters that kind of became an asshole at one point, but like still has redeeming qualities. I feel like most most of the people in this show have moments where they're assholes, but you know, the story gives them moments of redemption. And that's kind of a big theme of this show is redemption, but not in a negative sense, in a positive sense, like redeeming yourself and you know, making yourself kind of the good guy again, trying to trying to be the better person. Um, and sometimes, you know, some of the characters' anger gets the best of them. But at the end of the day, most of the characters are good people, and you really do end up rooting for them. Um, yeah, just so many great characters. This show is really well written um, and very energetic. And... I don't know, they just really did a great job with this, and I can't wait for season three, like like I said before. Um, yeah, I'm a massive Karate Kid fan now, um, especially with Cobra Kai. Um, and some of you might know the theory that uh, Daniel is secretly, like, the bad guy of Karate Kid. I don't really agree with that, because this show shows you that there's no bad guys it's just like everybody makes bad decisions from time to time and it doesn't really it shouldn't define who you are 
um, especially if you try to redeem yourself in certain ways. Um, and obviously the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The rivalry between Johnny and Daniel is always fun on screen. Um, and they have moments where they set their differences aside and all that and realize that they're very much alike in so many ways if they would just talk things out. But then you have the times where men will be men and, you know, you know, they end up arguing or fighting or whatever. Um, and I mean, they both bully each other and shit like that, but at the end of the day, they're both good people. They just, they're just a little petty over certain things. Um, and I mean, Johnny even has his moments where it's just like, dude, that was 30 years ago. Get over it. But I don't know. It, it definitely has a lot of really good character moments. Um, all the actors are fantastic. I've seen a lot of interviews now, uh, watching the cast and stuff like that. I watched, uh, Kevin Smith interview. He interviewed them, uh, around Comic-Con time last year, I think, or something like that. Um, yeah, I love Kevin Smith. Uh, but yeah, the cast seems like they have really good chemistry. Uh, it's shot very well. There's a lot of really cool, like, fighting moments and stuff like that. Um, and just really creative. And when I hear about <clears throat> when I hear about some of the behind the scenes details, um, it just sounds like it's a fun set to be on. It might be like kind of difficult work because you definitely gotta like nail some certain choreography. But the filmmakers can sometimes, you know, change it in a way where I don't know where even if they did make a mistake, they can kind of fix that up with filmmaking and editing and all that. But for the most part, they have to, like, figure out the whole routine, and it's really difficult to do, and especially since most of them probably don't really have stunt doubles. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I was really impressed with this show, and surprised how much I liked it. Uh, but, yeah, Unlike a lot of, like, reboots and remakes and just, like, continuations of stories that, you know, are 30 years old or whatever, um, this really did respect the source material, which is super important, especially for people who actually, like, grew up with Karate Kid and love the original and, like, the other movies as well. It's just like you, the most important thing when you're making a show like, or a show or a movie like this is to respect the source material. And that's something that a lot of movies nowadays, well, a lot of movies and TV shows nowadays based on pre, like certain properties from like the eighties or nineties or whatever, it really just sometimes doesn't deliver, uh, for the fans. But for this, it honestly goes above and beyond. And I'm sure I'm sure most people would be surprised how good this show is. Um, I definitely know that I was. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Again, can't wait for season three. And they brought back the freaking golf place, I think. Yeah, the same one from uh, the original Karate Kid. I like the mini golf place. That was pretty cool. 
and all there's just like lots of little easter eggs and cameos if you're familiar with the other movies and again they do have flashbacks and stuff like that to the other movies so it kind of fills in certain blanks if you haven't seen like certain ones or whatever but again i highly suggest you watch at least the original before you watch this one or before you watch cobra kai um just because that's that's the best one to watch to watch this because it's the only one with the exception of like maybe like five just over five minutes or something like that and this in karate kid part two johnny lawrence was in it and then he just wasn't in the rest of them which makes sense because like you know his story was kind of over at that point but obviously now they're somewhat continuing the story and yeah i just think they really knocked it out of the park with this one um Damn, I really want to learn karate, too. I bet a lot of people are thinking the same thing. Damn, I want to learn karate after watching this show. Because, um, yeah, it's it makes karate look really badass. And, I mean, karate is badass, but, like, it's even more badass now. Um, yeah, sorry if I gave away a lot, but I feel like I really didn't. Um... And I could have give, given away a lot more, but I'm going to save all those special surprises for you guys. Because there's so many good moments in this show. And lots of callbacks to the previous movies. And little Easter eggs, little nuggets of information that fans would be like, hey, look at that. Um, but in terms of like them bringing back... The characters from the other movies, obviously, Mr. Miyagi can't be in it, because the original actor died in, like, 2009, I think, or something like that. Or 2005, I think. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, they can't have him in there, but there's plenty of references to him, because, obviously, Daniel, he was a big part of Daniel's life. Um, so, there's plenty of references to him, and they definitely respect him. Uh, they have a little in loving memory at the end of one of the episodes. Um, and that was nice, of course. Um, but damn, I really love that Mr. Miyagi wisdom. We need more people like him. Um, the thing I will say I don't like is how the actor for Mr. Miyagi was basically spoke like a normal person, but in the movie they like... It, it was a little racist, let's be honest. But at the same time, it doesn't ruin the movie for me. It might for other people, but, you know, it's believable at least. Sounds like a Japanese man with not the greatest English. Um, even though I'm pretty sure he'd been living in America for a long time. I don't know. <sighs> like, some of the things fall apart when you think about it too much, but... Again, like, try not to think about it too much. If it's a mistake, just, like, enjoy it. Unless there's, like, so many flaws where it makes it hard to watch. Like, Justice League or something like that. Um, but, yeah, other than that, <clears throat> I really love this show. Highly suggest you watch it. Again, go watch the original at least first. The one that came out in uh, 1984. Because um, it's just a classic. 
seriously, if you haven't seen it by now, you really need to. Um, I regret, you know, not watching it all the way through sooner. Uh, it's a great movie, great cast, great story, just lots of fun in these movies. And, uh, the first one, when, like, all the karate championship was going down, I was actually, like, yelling, and I was like, woo, and, like, cheering for Daniel and shit like that. Um, so, yeah, I was pretty engaged in it, and I was having a lot of fun, but... Yeah, that's The Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was kind of short, but uh, maybe we'll have a longer one next weekend. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a guest on next weekend. not going to say who. Um, It's nobody you probably know. It's just like a fellow podcaster. Um, But... Yeah, we're probably going to talk about some video games. Um, I'm actually playing the Avengers game right now. And I'm not going to say anything about it now, but... Yikes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'll definitely end up talking about that once I finish it. Uh, And we'll see what else we end up talking about next weekend. Um, Yeah. So now, without further ado, I'm just going to plug my social medias. Um, I'm at pop underscore culture underscore podcast on Instagram. And also in the bio uh, of my Instagram account, you can find a link to my website, which has links to where to listen to the podcast, where to get merch, how to get in contact with me, um, and links to some of my other social medias well just my other one my uh facebook which is at pop culture podcast sh um got hiccups again geez so yeah go follow me there um yeah i don't have a whole lot more to say but still i'm gonna try to get my recording here to 30 minutes so i'm just gonna kind of talk um, so yeah, playing the Avengers game now, uh, so that'll be talked about sometime in the near future, uh, I haven't watched Ash vs. Evil Dead yet, but I will probably start that soon, uh, what else am I gonna be watching? The Boys, um, I believe there's four episodes out now, I'm tempted to wait until the entire season season is out to talk about it, I think I'll probably do that, um, just because I'd like to watch the whole thing to give my full opinion. Uh, and I believe the last episode airs in, like, October. Honestly, they really should have just released it all at once. Um, nobody, nobody likes the week-to-week thing. Or at least I don't. And most of the people I hear talking about it are like, yeah, that's, that's kind of a negative. Um... <clears throat> I am excited to watch that, however, and I'm trying very hard not to, you know, hear any spoilers or anything, because I'm sure there's a lot of crazy shit that happens in season two, um, because season one was already super crazy as it is, um, so yeah, we're crawling up on half an hour here, so I'm gonna end it now, thank you guys for listening, go check out my socials, go watch Karate Kid, go watch Cobra Kai, it's on Netflix, come on, all of you got Netflix, um, Karate Kid isn't on Netflix though, so you'll have to find that somewhere else. But yeah, 
That's all I got for you guys today. Sorry for the short episode, but I'll see you next weekend.